Welcome to the Coaches Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director, and today I have very special guest from the state champion girls cross country team. We have head coach Rob Patinas and senior Caitlin Vanderkoek. Appreciate you guys being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Excited. This was really a championship. I went and, and, and did a little research here that was kind of four years in the making. Uh, the seniors, if I'm saying this right, Coach, you correct me, fourth is freshmen, third is sophomores, runner-up is juniors, and then state champions their senior year. So, that's uh, Coach, that's a pretty magical stretch for that team. Oh, yeah. No, it was a great culmination of the uh, four, four years, like you're saying, because really, if we go back four years ago, we thought we had a chance of winning it. And so getting fourth, even though it's an incredible accomplishment just to get fourth, um, it was a little bit of a disappointment for four years ago. So it was a neat four years of kind of one step at a time walking, mm -hmm. you know, walking towards it. Caitlin, you finished third at the, at the state meet as an individual, which was the highest of any Wilco runner and you finished in the top five in every race this year, which to me is just so impressive. You're not always running against the same people. You're not running on the same courses, but what a great year for you as an individual and the team. You had to be excited about that. Thank you. Yeah, it was really exciting, especially like winning state after the four years. Caitlin also described this because I've always thought this was interesting with, uh, with the sport like cross country. You're definitely trying to compete as an individual you're trying to win you're trying to finish in the top five top three whatever your individual goals are but then you also have this team thing going on too talk about that as a competitor how you compartmentalize the two you've got this individual thing that you're trying to get done but then you also have this team thing you're trying to get done as well talk about that a little bit yeah i mean i would say there's always like an individual aspect of it you, know, you have your own personal goals you have your own personal goals, but you also like the team is like the most, I'd say the most important part. I mean, I personally like think that's the best part and the most fun part cross country. And it really like we um, work together and we all like keep each other motivated. And I think that's definitely like, we always like do things for each other. You know, you're trying to get the best place to help the team. And I know like everyone always has their individual goals, but I think everyone really knows like how important the team is and everyone goes for that. Absolutely. Coach Patinas, this is the third state championship, I believe, for girls cross country at Brentwood High School. The boys have five, but it's the first for the girls since 2004. I think it I think was what my research showed me uh, a great program, but it's got to be nice to get over that hump again. I mean, it's been since 2004. I mean, let's face it, a lot of schools don't have any state championships. This is your third. Obviously, the school opened in 19, I believe, 82. Uh, but the third state title in girls cross country, third overall, uh, again, as I mentioned, first since 2004. Uh, talk about that getting over the hump again. Had to be of somewhat of a relief, too, because you've been close. It is, yeah. No, I mean, we were we were runners-up last year. Um, you know, it, it's. I think people underestimate maybe um, uh, how difficult it is to win at the actual state championship. I mean, everything has to click perfectly um especially you know we were talking about the team um you know it's five girls and if just one of them runs off um you know you slide back uh and it's it's totally different than any other meet um 
you know, it's, it's, we were, we had two freshmen running on our varsity and, and just trying to explain to the freshmen, you know, what it, what it's really like at the state meet and the level of competition. And um, yeah, I mean, it's a huge hurdle and it was a huge accomplishment for them. You know, you're really recognized uh, as a state power. I think most people would admit that. Obviously, we know it here in WCS. Folks in Middle Tennessee know it, but uh, boys and girls programs, both and really in the entire district, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit. Uh, but talk about that. I mean, how, how has, has cross country become such a thing at Brentwood High School? Because every year, you know, you guys are going to be in the hunt as individuals and as a team. Right. Um, first of all, I'm going to give a shout out to Brentwood Middle. Um, I mean, they do an incredible job uh, in within their own program, which I think helps to feed, feed us. And Coach Cummings does a great job there. Um, and then, you know, I, really the thing that we've tried to focus on, um, and, and Caitlin's a good good example, Kevin Vandekalk on the boys' side is probably even a better one, of um, people that we develop – uh, you know, we, we, we have a large team. We this year had about 103 runners on our, on our team. Um, and I, I, I personally like that because you never know out of those runners coming in, especially the freshman runners, which one are going to develop into a really good quality runner. I mean, Kevin, his so sophomore year began running and has improved dramatically over the last three, three years. Um, and it's just really a testament to the kids and how hard the kids work. And Caitlin's right. It's a big team feeling. Uh, I mean, it's a, it, it's a family um, and they all work together and we train all summer. And um, yeah, it's just an overall comprehensive program. Your journey to the state championship, you know, something that really stood out to me and impressed me is that you guys won every meet mm -hmm. during the year. I mean, I've never heard of that. Uh, including obviously the region championship before the state championship. Caitlin, was that something as a team that that was any type of focus that you had, or is it really just, Hey, it's one meet at, the t at a time, but did you really think you could do something like win every single meet? I mean, I don't think we expected to do that well at first, but once we started like winning meet after meet, I think we kind of like, knew we wanted to keep it going and it was definitely like on our minds but I mean we had to focus on like that day and that comp competition that was there and I think yeah it was good well, a lot of great athletes do Caitlin they focus what's on in front of them and guys like me who are sitting back and watching things I probably think about the, those kind of things uh, more so that focus that you had as an individual runner in your team obviously had something to do with your success coach had you ever – have you seen that before, a team every meet during the year? I'd never seen that. Yeah, no. In fact, whenever you asked, was that something that we started the season thinking about? Um, honestly, the answer is no. Um, <laughs> it wasn't until probably about three three meets in that I realized we hadn't we hadn't lost a meet yet. And um, we, we – you know, we went to large meets. Um, I mean, we, you know, traveled and, and, and really had really good comp – competition uh we raced uh some of the best teams in alabama georgia um but caitlin's right we took it essentially one meet at a time and i i did not bring it up to the girls i i kind of intentionally did not want to make it an issue um and we just kind of rode that quietly um until we got towards the end of this end of the season well obviously uh it worked out for you guys but again that that's something that's really impressive Caitlin Lee Walters of Page. Uh, she's a young lady that obviously a lot of people here in the district know about. Uh, done a great job 
uh, as a runner. She was our uh, Wilco winner for cross country last year. And I'm assuming sort of a rival of yours because she runs in the same region. She wins the region on the same course the week before. And then uh, uh, Halterman uh, finished second at the region. But then one week later, one week later, you're running the same course and then you come out on top. Talk about that. I mean, and, and I think we all get it as, as, uh, as people who uh, have been around sports or play sports that every week can be different. But you go one week, same course, you fast forward to the next week, and uh, it totally changes. You finish as the top runner from WCS. Talk about that, how week to week, meet to meet, it can be different. I mean, I think, I mean, Lee's been like an amazing competitor. She's always fun to race against. And I think that's been really fun. You never know like the day, cause some people can have the great day and some others cannot. But I think it was like really, it's really important like in the moment to just like run like smart and Coach Rob talks a lot about this, but like running like, like focusing on like each day and every race in itself. And I think I had like experience on the course, but so did everyone else too. And I think it was just more that day, like running smart and staying like um, in a group and then like knowing when you have like what's left to go for. And for years, obviously the, the state meet has been uh, at steeplechase. Talk about, what did you think about that, Caitlin, when you found out uh, you were going to be at a different course? Was that a good thing? Was that a bad thing? What did you think about it when you heard that? I mean, I'm really glad we had the state meet at all. And so I think it was, I mean, it was kind of surprising that they moved it, but I'm, I'm really glad that it happened. Um, I definitely think that um, we had a little more experience because we ran our first um, race at the same course that, and we, at that point we knew it was gonna be the state course. So I think that was like, that was good experience to like see the course and yeah, it, it's a good course, so. Did you think that course fit you as a runner better or your team better or is, was it similar? Um, I'd say it's, it's similar. It's two loops, just like steeplechase was, and it's got some hills. So I'd say it's similar. I don't think it was anything that played to our team better. I think we really just were like familiar and like tried our best on that course. Coach Patinas, talk about uh, what that process was like with that being moved. Our viewers may not, even though Tate and I talked about it a little bit on our show, uh, talk to our viewers about uh, why the meet was actually moved. Yeah, so, the, I mean, the meet, I think this mm -hmm. is going to be the 50th year running out at steep, Steeplechase. I mean, it has been there, you know, forever. Uh, so, um, it's a I, I mean, it's a challenging course steeplechase is it's got some hills but the hills kind of where where they're at on the course um make it just a really challenging course you know as you're coming up towards the end of the race you have to climb a pretty big hill and then you finish down downhill um so we've taken time in the past every single summer and even during the season some to go over there and try to do workouts uh, but, you know, all of that was closed. I mean, none of that being with it being in Davidson County, it just just wasn't a possibility. So it was um, it was like Caitlin said, it was a huge deal that we found out that um, that they were going to host host it out at Sanders Ferry, that we were going to have the meet. Um, and we just happened to open up the season on that course, which was, you know, which was a blessing because we got to run it once before we even ran the regional meet. 
Yeah, so the move being made, like you said, because uh, steeplechase being in Davidson County, Davidson County a little tighter in terms of what their uh, guidelines and regulations are. Coach, talk about this a little bit. Uh, obviously, WCS was very well represented at the state championship. Always our teams and individuals do well. Talk about, because this is something I've noticed, talk about the camaraderie amongst the coaches and teams and how you push one another. Indy girls finished third. Franklin girls finished seventh on the boys' side. Franklin second. Ravenwood ninth. Uh, your guys finished tenth. But talk about not only being well represented, but that camaraderie. Yeah, um, you know, something, this is my fourth year coaching, and uh, this is really something that I think, for me, it's more developed even more over the last couple of years. But, I mean, uh, you know, Franklin's coach, uh, um, Independence, Pete, uh, Pete over at uh, Ravenwood. I mean, all of the coaches tend to text um, during the week, communicate, um, especially during this season. There was a lot of kind of troubleshooting together, um, you know, finding out what, what, meets were people going to um since meets were being canceled here and there um but then even the kids um you know I, most of the teams um you know we're all at the same same meets uh and i mean i think the kids even from school to school support each other i mean one of the coolest pictures last year to me was we were down at the jesse owens meet and it just so happened i don't remember the exact number but there were about seven or eight williamson county teams there and all the teams got together, which you can't do this year, but um, last year, all the teams got into one huge group photo. Um, so, I mean, it, it, there is a lot of support from, you know, team to team. I'm excited Franklin got second runner up. Um, they've worked really, really hard. You know, I mean, obviously I wish we had beaten them, uh, but, you know, I, I'm excited any time any of the Williamson County teams do, do well because they, they all work very, very hard. Caitlin, talk about relationships with some of the other runners. Obviously, uh, you guys maybe race against one another outside of high school too, but talk about those relationships that you have. Um, I think everyone kind of knows each other and especially like WCS, we got to go to a lot of the same meets. So we do get to run against each other a lot. And even at the meets, like before and after we talk to each other and that's kind of fun. Like we're competition, but we're still like all friends. Like we talk. So, I mean, it's, it's really fun to like, get to see those people over and over again at different meets. And your brother, Kevin, which Coach Patinas mentioned earlier, uh, he ends up finishing second at the state. Uh, talk about how you guys push one another. I mean, I definitely think we motivate each other. It's been really fun, like, watching him get better, and it makes me want to get better, too. Um, I'm really happy for him, like, him starting um, running sophomore year. Um, because I introduced him to it. And then at first, I mean, he didn't like running, <laughs> but I mean, he definitely, he definitely loves running. That's like all he talks about. So um, yeah, I'm really excited for him and it's been really fun. I get to run with him a lot um, whenever we don't meet as a team. Definitely, definitely. It's really great. Any, any trash talking amongst uh, or between the two of you? I mean, it's hard to compare. We always compare, like, instead of comparing by times, we compare by, like, places. So, I mean, there's definitely, like, a little bit like, oh, I'm going to beat this person today. But, I mean, we have fun with it. I remember that day, of course, I was at the state championship meet. And uh, after it was all said and done, I said, hey, how did your family do today? Well, let me tell you how the Vanderkolks did. They finished second and third. That is That is pretty exciting. I know your family... I uh, had to be excited about that as well. 
Yeah, they were. Rightly so. Hey, Coach, talk about training. Now, you mentioned having 103 people involved. You got boys and girls both. Uh, your, your boys finished 10th uh, at the state, uh, which obviously was, was a great performance as well. Talk about what that looks like because you have boys and girls both. You have such large numbers. Talk about the sheer managing of that. that that's got to be exciting on one hand, but also pretty tough on the other hand. Yeah, which has been even more, probably more challenging during this year. Um, I mean, what we generally do is over the summer, uh, we start training, uh, you know, first part of June um, and we train throughout the summer. And usually by the end of the summer, we're starting to break them up into groups. Um, so we ended up uh, this year having, uh, you know, three different groups. Uh, we have a one, two, three. And then this year we actually had a blue and a gold group also because we had kids meeting on different days to try to keep our, our, our groupings as small as possible. Um, but in, in, in just a general year, yeah, we are breaking kids up. And there's different days, different groups are doing workouts. Um, you know, we – between the between me and the assistant coaches, we just try to manage the different groups and make sure each of them's getting focus. Um, it, honestly, it, it's I mean as as much and as important as the varsity runners are. You know, I want to make sure that the JV runners are getting the same amount of focus because that's going to be our varsity runners next year. And so, making sure that they're getting focus and they're getting improvement also. And so, it's just a matter of us trying to juggle all of that and make sure we're doing it as best as possible. Obviously, a crazy year. You mentioned uh, COVID-19, but your sport was one uh, that I personally felt pretty confident about, uh, just the sheer nature of it. Now, I know, uh, you know, the novice out there might go, yeah, you can train and train on your own. That's not the way it works. I mean, you <laughs> you obviously want the coach there. You got to manage what they're doing, motivate, do those kind of things. Uh, but because of uh, the nature of the sport itself. Now I realize you run in packs and do some of those kind of things. I did feel uh, personally pretty good about it. Uh, maybe I was naive at some level, but I, I just did about your sport. Caitlin, were you nervous? Uh, maybe not so much about the sport. And I think it worked out okay for you guys in terms of uh, not really missing anyone during the year, but that whole contact tracing where, you know, you're, you're near someone in class and, uh, you could be out because of contact tracing. Was that something you were always conscious of, nervous about, or did you just put it out of your mind? I mean, I definitely don't think it came in, like, the contact tracing. We I kind of all knew about it, but I don't think it, we really thought about it uh, much until um, the state, like, before, like, a few weeks before the state meet. And then it was kind of, like, in the back of our mind, and we all kind of, like, did what we needed to do to try our best and, like, stay apart from other people. But I think – Coach Rob did a great job, like, organizing practice, like, say, in small groups, and so that if we did have contact tracing, it was minimal, and it obviously, like, worked out pretty well for us. We were pretty successful and, like, didn't have anyone um, out, and we made it through the season, so I think that was really good. No doubt about that. Coach Patinas, uh, talk about that in the training. Uh, you know, obviously, with the uh, with, with COVID-19, trying to make sure people are separate. So you talked about different groups, but even within those groups, did you do some other things to try to make sure that, hey, we're not going to be contact traced, uh, being too close to one another? Talk about some of that. Yeah, I mean, we, 
tried to as much as possible even keep them you know separated out if we're doing say uh interval work you know as soon as they cross the line i was constantly telling them separate out separate out so that we're not you know bunching up um and we just i mean we just kind of tried to make it as much of a focus throughout the season uh you know early on um uh, as far as the contact tracing and that type of stuff goes, it, I mean, it was a big deal, but my thinking was, you know, worst case scenario, we lose one of our runners and they're out for a two week period. They, they can themselves continue to train. Caitlin's right. It became a lot more of a, um, a lot more of a focus as we got towards regional and then the state meet because suddenly missing somebody is a huge deal. Um, and so we just tried as hard as we could to, you know, like I said, keep them separated out and even cut back some more of the practices, organized practices, as we got closer to the regional meet. Let's talk about some of your other runners uh, uh, for the viewers out there. Uh, the top five, uh, that, that's what's counted towards your team score. Uh, Caitlin, obviously, we mentioned finished third. Sophomore Brooke Till finished ninth. Seniors, Eden Middlesdorf, 30th. Bronwyn Harris, 37th. And then Peyton Strauss, a freshman, finishes in the 40s. And I believe it was Eden uh, uh, because I was at the finish line. And this this has to be a big deal. Past several runners coming in. And that makes a difference, Coach, when that happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the part that I once in a while get a little bit choked up talking about. We, um, you know, the girls took off and um, – Honestly, I thought one of the main teams that we were going to be racing was going to be uh, independence because we've we've <laughs> we've been neck and neck with them the whole entire season. And uh, and we talked about at the state meet not being focused on one on one team, you know, make sure that you're cognizant of everybody. But um, it became very clear to me, probably uh, halfway through the second loop, that Farragut um, had a lot of girls up up front and. Um, now, as we got down to about a half mile to go, I was at a point where I could yell and communicate with Eden and I could communicate with Bronwyn Harris. Um, and both of them were really the only two that could move up because I couldn't ask Caitlin to move up anymore. You know, <laughs> Caitlin and Brooke are already far enough up. Um, but those two, Bronwyn and Eden, both kind of gave me a nod. And um, both of them, you know, within the last probably quarter mile, six, 600, past a ton of girls, including three or four Farragut girls. I mean, they're, they're the ones that end up pulling our points down so that we could beat Farragut, which was a really tough, tough team at that, at that meet. Coach, it was great. And in fact, uh, you talked about that. I was actually again at the, and I started counting myself. Hey, I think that's three Brentwood girl. That's, that's three Farragut. There's a couple independents. You know, I was trying to guess myself uh, as they were coming across the line. So it was, it was so exciting. If, those of you out there that haven't been to a cross country meet, you're really missing out. Uh, it doesn't take that long. Doesn't take a ton of your day uh, in terms of you're out there viewing, but just to watch, uh, especially those runners coming in, it's just so exciting to watch. And I'll tell you something else that I love this year. Uh, I don't think we had this in the past. If we did, I didn't notice it was the, 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 the screen that we had the overhead shot. I think it had a drone out there where it was showing you guys. You couldn't necessarily tell, you know, uh, individual runners, unless you knew who they were. But I thought that was a, a pretty neat thing too, coach. Yeah, that was new. I, I, if they've done that in the past, I've never noticed it. Um, that was something new. And I, that, that may have been, I think partly because, you know, normally there's a big plat, there's a TWSAA platform that you get to go up on to and which they did not have this year. And so I think this was part of them um, trying to accommodate for not having that, but I thought it was great. And hopefully we've got it 
in years, you know, coming up in the future. Caitlin, coach talked about uh, the performance of some of the your, your other teammates. Uh, talk about that senior class. Obviously, you guys are a pretty tight knit group, but uh, really, in the nature of the team and who's competing, uh, it sounds like to me your entire group's pretty tight. But talk about seniors and the senior leadership that you guys provided this year. I mean, I definitely think the seniors stepped it up and all like worked together to lead the team. It was like really important for everyone individually to do well, but also like to work together as a team. I know like Eden and Bronwyn making those like moves at the end of the state meet, like that that was like the deciding thing to help us win. So I definitely really, I'm really um, grateful for all of them. And we've all like grown closer over the years and to go from um, placing higher every year. I know we all like wanted to do well at the state meet and they really came through. And this senior class has been like my best friends and it's been really fun to keep growing with them. And I'm really, I'm really sad to leave them next year. Well, you've obviously have a, a great memory to leave with and uh, you finishing third, you had that same opportunity to be there and encourage and watch watch your teammates come in as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely really fun to watch everyone come in. I was doing the same. I was like, oh my gosh, like watching every person come in, like, but it was really fun. Coach, you know, cross country is one of those sports, uh, uh, which I guess every everything now, you know, you, you compete out of season, but I see where, you know, you've got athletes right now. They're going right back in and racing uh, uh, different parts of the country. Talk about that, that, importance of the out of school season, so to speak, especially for your elite runners. Right. Yeah. So we finished the season and then, um, you know, most of our, uh, I'd say probably all of our season and most of the top JV runners, uh, continue to race post post season. So we raced up in Terre Haute, uh, Terre Haute, Indiana. We raced in Alabama twice. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it gives them an opportunity really to start lining up against people from all over the country um, and to, you know, kind of see where they, um, where they measure up against those types of runners. And so um, the, you know, the, the hard thing about postseason stuff, I I think is if you try to peek out for the um, final meet of the year for the state meet is you have to kind of retool in order to race for another month. And so, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good segue towards the track track season kind of bridges that gap a little bit. And so, um, yeah, I think it's an important part of their training. Caitlin, let's talk about you moving forward. Obviously we're, you still got uh, one semester left in your senior year here, but recently you and your brother both committed to Belmont uh, talk about that uh, and how excited you are for, for uh, continuing your uh, running at the next level. Yeah, I'm really excited to get the opportunity to run um, at Belmont with my brother. Um, I think it's going to be really fun. And to even be close to home will be even more fun because I'll get to be around my family, but also like around like some of my old Brentwood teammates too. Well, we're certainly very proud of you and excited for your future. Uh, it's a big deal, not only what you did this year and throughout your career, but to continue that at Belmont is just a heck of an achievement. And that's it's something that you and I know Coach and your family and everyone at Brentwood and really in this WCS community, we're all very proud of. Coach, talk about your team going forward. Look, you won the state title, and now we got to start thinking about next year. Tell me about your team going, for, coming, or going forward, boys and girls. What are your yeah, – 
Um, yeah. So girls, um, you know, girls, I think it'll be a little bit of a rebuilding year, but I mean, not, not much. Brooke is back. Uh, Peyton's back. Uh, the, the number five runner who at times ran as our, as our number three. Um, and then we have several other girls that, um, that probably would have run varsity for us uh, if we just hadn't been so, so deep. And so it'll be, um, it'll be a good year next year. Um, I think the expectations for the girls may be a, um, a little bit down. I mean, we kind of went into the season, um, wanting and expecting to win the state meet, which will be the same next year. But, but I mean, I just, it'll be a little bit different, but, um, but I think we'll have a really good girls team. I think our boys team, surprisingly, even though we're losing Kevin, I think we'll actually be a, a probably a deeper team. We had a lot of freshmen and sophomores on our team um, that have improved a ton, even in this postseason racing. And so, you know, I have really big expectations for the boys also. So mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to 2021. Yeah, for a lot of different reasons, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate you you two being with me today, uh, uh, letting our viewers uh, get a little bit of an inside look at not only cross country, but in particular your your team. Again, we're so proud of you, and thank you for being here with me today. Thank you. We'll see you next time on the Coach's Show. Appreciate Coach uh, Rob Patinas being with us today and Caitlin Vanderkoek talking Brentwood girls cross country and their state championship.